Hey, hey, good morning, everybody. It's John here without Heather. Heather won't be joining us today, uh, but uh, I am here as part of the Just Say Yes live stream. So thank you for joining. And for some of you that are wondering, why am I showing up on Heather's channel? Typically, we do these things together, but something came up today. So here we are, here I am <laughs> doing a live stream on Just Say Yes. And what we've been really diving into is really understanding the power of yes and what it means when you say yes to challenges, you say yes to opportunities, you say yes to things that scare you. So if you've been watching and you've been following along, if you haven't, I'm going to share some videos with you um, that we, you know, we recorded last week. But really, our intention is just to bring out some really great information to this community. Here we are on Heather. Here I am on Heather's channel on LinkedIn doing this talk, but uh, it's really around serving and, and, and offering value. And the one thing that, you know, both Heather and I learned years ago is when you say yes, it puts you into a place of empowerment, a place of confidence, but it also scares you. It can scare the bejesus out of you. I know for me, I've had opportunities and times where, um, you know, I said yes to things that I was really nervous about it. I said yes to things that really scared me. And, you know, what I want to really spend some time on today is really procrastinating and saying yes. I don't know if you've ever had that where you know you're supposed to do something or you're supposed to provide a response, but you just keep putting it off. But here's the truth. When you put something off long enough, you are giving a response to that. You are saying no. And when you say no, you're also limiting yourself in terms of, what you're capable of delivering, what you're capable of producing, what you're capable of achieving in terms of results. So saying yes changes all of that. So I've been diving into this. I've been diving into what does it mean to say yes? And it all started with a movie, the movie Yes Men uh, with Jim Carrey. If you're not familiar with the movie, go check it out. It's incredibly funny. Jim Carrey, great Canadian actor. But the one thing he does incredibly well is he shares this experience of saying yes and it leads from one thing to another and the one thing i've learned in the research that i've done so far is when you say yes and you take action right away it ends up putting you into a state of flow and flow just ends up creating more off more flow more opportunity jim quick who is a uh, the brain expert he has fantastic books uh, the quick method really around memory and um he talks about this flow state is when you just allow yourself to go from one thing to another because that's the intention. That's the flow. It's kind of like a river. A river kind of flows. You don't have to fight the current. Uh, everything just becomes a little bit seamless as you go in flow. So saying yes gets you into that state of flow. And in the movie, Jim Carrey, um, I believe his name, the character's name is Carl. It's been a while since I watched the movie, but Carl goes into all these different states of flow and it opens up an incredible number of opportunities for him. What I didn't realize until last week was that movie was actually based on a real life experience of somebody. And the, the gentleman's name is Danny. And Danny put this whole book together on saying yes, the power of yes, and, and what it means to be in a yes state and what it means to be in a yes flow. And what I've been realizing, you know, some great people out there have been saying yes to things. And I, I don't know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, the writer Shauna Rhimes. She wrote Bridgerton. She is the writer for Grey's Anatomy and a couple of other shows. And she talked about how she spent a whole year 
of saying yes to things that scared her, things that, um, you know, put, forced her to, you know, step out of her comfort zone and, and things that really put her into a, a yes state, a yes place. Uh, for those that are watching, hey, thank you for jumping in and, and watching. We're talking about yes again. We're talking about yes states. Uh, hmm, that's interesting. Yes state. I like that. Putting yourself into a yes state to really empower yourself to keep moving forward. Uh, so Shauna Rhimes, I was talking about Shauna Rhimes. She's got a fantastic TEDx, a TED Talk, which I'll be sharing below in the comments. Uh, she shares her experience where she spent a whole year of saying yes. Yes to fun, yes to playing with her kids, yes to making time for things that mattered, yes to things that scared her, yes to things that pushed her out of her comfort zone. And what she realized in this whole experience was that it really changed her life. And, and so I'm, I'm not going to give away the whole TED Talk, but uh, the essence of it is when you say yes to things that scare you, and I talked about how I met Jensen Charo, the author of You Are a Badass, um, you know, she said, put yourself into a place where you scare yourself every single day. And I know it seems a lot easier said than done because I've been there. We've all been there and, you know, things come up, things take us away from priorities. They got priorities in front of us. We got to get this done. We got to get that done. And we don't necessarily put our time into yes, or we don't create those opportunities to say yes. What I realized is you know, the times where I've had the most amount of growth is the moments where I've said yes to things. It's the moments where I've challenged myself in a much bigger way. I've challenged myself in ways I didn't even know possible. And those new ways, once you get through them, they become your new norm. And what's amazing about creating a new norm is that it allows you to grow and expand even further. And if you think about your box like this big, um, you know, if you push it open just a little bit, you start to live a different type of life. And this is the one thing I know about Heather as well is, you know, she's kind of blown her box out. Like just uh, in terms of what she's been able to do in terms of experiences, in terms of, I know she's a big traveler as well. Her box just keeps getting bigger. And when you say yes, you end up changing where you end up living. You, in terms of yourself, in terms of the environment around you, the people you connect with, it just changes everything. And I remember the first time for me, when I first reached out to Heather, some of you might not know this story, but when I first reached out to Heather, the one thing, so I've been, I was, you know, before I met with Heather, I was following her, just trying to understand, you know, the different things she was doing. I heard a lot of great things about her. And somebody told me, hey, just reach out to her and talk to her. And, you know, one of the things I struggled with is how exactly am I going to do that? You know, she's at a higher level inside the organization. Uh, at the time, my confidence level wasn't where it is today. And I was just incredibly nervous, you know, in terms of just reaching out. And um, what I did see was Heather connected with Steve Wozniak. So um, if you're not familiar with Steve Wozniak, he is one of the co-founders of Apple. Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, two Steves founded Apple. And she had taken a photo. She went to an event where she had taken a photo with Steve Wozniak and he handed her his business card. So I reached out to her and I said, hey, Heather, I, I saw this post. I'd love to just sit down with you for a few minutes just to talk about that experience. Would you be open to that? And Heather being Heather, she's like, yeah, of course, you know, let's sit down. So I scheduled a 15 minute conversation with her and we talked about Steve Wozniak and that whole experience. And to me, it just blew me away how, you know, Somebody from Brampton 
was able to sit down next to Steve Wozniak and just have a conversation with him. And, you know, we talked about it and then we talked about other things and this 15 minute conversation became an hour and a half conversation. And here we are, I don't even know how many years later, talking on a live stream, you know, just sharing what it means to say yes to things. And Heather said yes to that, you know, Heather said yes to me in terms of just meeting with me and connecting with me. And she's, you know, she has said yes to a number of great opportunities. And that has taught me that when you do say yes, you end up changing the scope of your life. I know it sounds, uh, sounds a little crazy. It sounds like, you know, how is that even possible? It's totally possible. And, you know, one of the things I learned for myself back in 2016, I'll just share a quick story with all of you. In 2016, I wanted to, I had a desire, I had a burning desire to really become a professional speaker. And I wasn't quite sure how to do that. And one of the things that showed up for me, I was reading this article by Brian Tracy. You know, Brian Tracy's authored more than 50 books, professional speaker. And I read this, you know, in one of his footnotes, he said, you know, if you want to be a professional speaker, you got to deliver 300 speeches. I said, all right, 300 speeches, you know, that could either take 10 years, that could take five years. Depends on me and how long that's going to take. And what I, what I committed to at the beginning of 2016 in January, because I actually read his article in January, I committed to going out and deliver 300 speeches or 300 talks in the year. And I didn't really have a plan. I didn't know how I was going to do it. All I knew is I was going to go out and deliver 300 speeches. And um, I started on day one. I started January 1st. I did a small little video on YouTube and I just said, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing for the year. I'm going to be going out delivering 300 speeches on topics that are important to me, topics that are important to others, but I'm going to get out there and every speech needs to be more than two and a half, three minutes, which is what I committed to. And when you think of a speech, it doesn't necessarily have to be an hour long. That could be like a keynote, but if you're doing something shorter, three, four minutes, five minutes, uh, in Toastmasters, you know, the average speech is between five and seven minutes. My goal was just to get out there and do a speech, 300 speeches in the year. And um, so I started on this journey. I started just asking people, hey, can I speak? <laughs> can I speak to your club? Or, you know, at that time, actually, I'm still actively in Toastmasters. I would say, hey, can I speak in your club? Can I speak at your event? Can I speak at your open houses? I just kind of threw myself out there. And I threw myself into just saying yes. And, and what ended up sh showing up for me was people started connecting with me and saying, hey, would you be open to doing a talk for the PMI or would you have Project Management Institute, one of the chapters? Would you be open to talking to our group? You know, would, you be opening to, would you be open to talking to a nonprofit? And I'm like, yes, yes. You know, I just kept saying yes that whole year to different things, different opportunities. And I just showed up and I prepared and I delivered these speeches. But I remember as I was going through this journey, I, around speech number 80 or 90, I was, was speaking to the Project Management Institute, the, uh, the, their chapter in, in Oakville, I believe it was. And um, I, I, I prepared a speech. I prepared a talk, which I thought was good um, based on what I knew about the audience because I did my research. And uh, I ended up showing up and I still started delivering my speech and I started to realize, hey, people aren't really paying attention. Maybe the level of where I was speaking wasn't to the right level of the audience that I was speaking to. Either way, you know, 
<laughs> what happened in that particular event was my talk was a snooze fest. It was just horrible. It didn't, it didn't resonate with them. Um, people were off eating their dinner or talking to one another. I'm standing at the front of the room trying to deliver this, this thing. But the clincher was this. I got to the end of the talk and the host of the event, he comes up to the front. He goes, hey, guys, we can clap for our speaker. And I realized, oh, man, I just wanted to put my head in the ground. So it doesn't matter how many times you say yes to things. It doesn't mean that things are always going to work out. And what I realized in that moment was, you know, as, as terrified as I was of, you know, being up in front of this group, I was even more terrified because I didn't deliver the right message. I didn't say the right things. And I just totally ruined it. Like, I just wanted to give up at that point. I was ready to like, this is done. Like, I don't want to say yes to anything else. It's one of those moments that crushes right and um the very next day somebody asked me hey do you want to do a talk do you want to deliver a speech <sighs> and with hesitation i said yes i said you know let's do this let's you know let's let's get back on track but it was tough you know and there's always going to be those moments that are going to be tough there's going to be those moments when you say yes knowing and thinking that it's going to be awesome and it doesn't always turn out to be awesome becomes a bit of a struggle but uh, what you know what it does in those moments and somebody asked the question last week you know what if you're working with somebody who's taking the advantage of you because you're saying yes or you've been in business transactions where you've said yes you know i consider them all lessons they're lessons that have taught me to be who i am they've given me resilience you know they've given me even more confidence to keep moving forward because it it really entrenched in myself what i wanted to do moving forward entrenched in me and how I wanted to grow it entrenched in me that this was the direction I needed to go in. And it doesn't matter what successful leader you look at, everybody's had those challenges. It doesn't matter if it's Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, uh, LeBron, Michael Jordan, like you name it. Anybody who's achieved anything just amazing, anything big, they've all gone through these challenges. They've had those setbacks. They have had those moments where they've said yes, and things didn't necessarily work out for them. And the truth is, it's okay. You know, things don't always have to work out. You got to learn from it. You got to take the lesson. I think there's a lesson in everything that we do. There's a lesson in every opportunity where we jump into not really knowing. And that's part of it, right? Like, if you're going to do things that scare you, if you're going to do things that challenge you, you're not necessarily going to know how to do it. And this is what the yes journey teaches you. This is what the yes journey or the yes movement, I'm going to call it a movement going forward, but the yes movement teaches you, even though you don't know how, you figure it out and things will show up for you. So needless to say, the 300 speech journey didn't stop in April. Actually, it kept going right up until December. My very last talk of the year was on New Year's Eve, close to midnight. I just, you know, I saved my last talk for that moment because it was, it was a journey. It was a journey in delivering 300 speeches on video, in, in live events, in, in some, some companies and groups and nonprofit, like you name it. I got to know so many amazing people that year because I put myself out there and I said yes to something. So what I really want to leave all of you with, and Heather will be back with us on Friday. We're going to have that dialogue and that conversation going back and forth. And for those of you who are watching on Heather's channel saying, hey, who is this guy? And why is he here? Um, 
John Rivero is my name and uh, Heather and I, we were doing these coffee chats, but we thought we would grow it. We said yes. It started with Heather saying yes to, hey, let's start doing these on a more regular basis. Instead of just Monday mornings, we've extended it to other days of the week. And here we are doing them on Monday, Monday Wednesday, and Friday is our target, but Thanksgiving this past weekend. So hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. What I really want to leave you with in terms of a thought for this week is what are you going to say yes to? What are you going to, what's the one thing that scares you right now? The one thing that you know that if you did it, you would make some sort of breakthrough, would change your life. What's that one thing? What's that one thing you really need to say yes to? And my invitation to you is just say yes and just do it. And come back on Friday and let us know how it went. Let us know what that experience was like. Let us know what you learned from it. Let us know what it revealed about you as a person in terms of what you're capable of delivering and just, uh, yeah, in terms of what you're delivering, what you're able to achieve, right? So I'm hoping that all of you are going to get on the yes train with us and <laughs> you guys are going to move forward with us to, to really share your experiences if you've got comments, I know this is a little bit early. I know we're, you know, people are getting back to work um, a short week, so people are a little bit tied up. But uh, I'm going to invite you to all come back on Friday and join the conversation. Join Heather and I as we work through what it means to say yes and what it means to really say yes and what it, how we can really benefit your life by saying yes. All right, so that's it for me. I'm going to end this broadcast. Everyone have an amazing Wednesday, and I will hopefully see you all on Friday. Take care. Bye.